So I went on this business trip a couple weeks ago, and it was just a fucking miserable operation in terms of getting there. So I had to go to Dallas. And of course, the flight is on a Sunday, so I don't even have a weekend because we have to set up for the booth that we're going to be at on Sunday, and that the conference officially kicks off on Monday. But there's like some bullshit cocktail hour Sunday night that you should go to too. So the marketing team was like, oh, guys, um, make sure you don't arrive past 2 p.m. in Dallas on Sunday because you got to set up. So the three of us, myself and two of my colleagues, um, all took crack-ass early flights because that was the only thing that was available to meet also the time of getting there before 2 p.m. So my flight was at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning, which means my ass has to be at the airport at like 5, 5.15 to feel comfortable enough to get to the uh, terminal on time, which means my fucking limp dick has got to get up at like, I don't know, 4, 4.15, be in the Uber by 4.30, because still, <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning, it takes a half an hour to go like 15 miles, you know, fucking just, just, you gotta love Los Angeles, you know, moved across the country, away from my family to pursue some fucking bullshit dream that I have, and just in the meantime, getting plowed by homeless, potholes, traffic, taxes, and $19 beverages, $19 fucking cocktails, but hey, what are you going to do? Chasing the dream, right? I'm going to fucking hang myself. So I get an Uber. It's like 4.30 in the morning. I'm in the Uber, and uh, I mean, the hardest part's over. I'm packed. I'm ready to go. I'm up, but obviously, as soon as I get onto the flight, I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm conking out, right? So one of my colleagues and I were on the same flight, but not sitting next to each other. But I'm on the flight, and uh, finally, uh, you know, I get I get to see what I'm dealing with for the flight. It's like a two and a half hour, three hour flight from LA to Dallas. I'm in the middle seat, like a jerk off, because my company only gave me a middle seat option, you know. And uh, I sit down. I'm next to a uh, gentleman who's on the smaller side, so pretty solid, and then a lady who is also very small. So I'm like, okay, pretty solid. But when I sit down, I notice there's no TVs on the plane. No TVs. And I, listen, I know it's only a two and a half hour, three hour flight. I get that. But give me some fucking in-flight entertainment. I mean, round trip these tickets. I'm not paying for it. You know, my company is. But round trip these tickets was like $700 round trip to fucking Dallas. Six hours in the air. $700, $100 an hour this flight is. Give me a fucking TV screen. You know what I mean? Because you're barely, get, you, we're not getting any snacks. You, you, don't, you don't give me any snacks. Give me a fucking TV screen, but nothing. But they do have the, oh, well, you know, go on our app and download our app. You can watch stuff on our app. So I do that for 30 fucking minutes while I'm sitting on the tarmac. I'm trying to get this thing. It ain't working. Of course. The app isn't working. I click on a movie. The movie just won't fucking play. Just bullshit. So I'm like, you know what? Listen, it's six. It's at this point, it's like 6.15 because we're delayed, of course. At this point, 6.15. Let me just get a couple of Zs because I'm probably going to be out, quote unquote, networking tonight. Um, so let me get a couple of Zs. So we're about to take off, you know, seatbelt buckled, uh, trays in the upright position, you know, over at compartment bins, sealed and the fucking guy next to me keeps the window open as the sun's coming up. So the sun is glaring in my eyes. 
the chick in the aisle seat, she goes, excuse me, can you, um, can you please turn the light on? I, I, I want to read. I'm like, what the fuck? Guys, it's not even 6.20 in the morning yet. You want the window open like we're fucking, you know, land, landing uh, uh, in the fucking um, uh, Dubai in the middle of the day. And, and you want the fucking w- the, the light on because you're going to read a novel right now? It's not even 6.30 in the morning. What the fuck's going on? So I, I get light from both ends glaring at me. I put my hood over my eyes. I'm trying to conk out. But the guy next to me keeps sneezing too. Guy sneezed twelve times on my flight. Twelve times. You guys, this guy sneezed in four times an hour. I sneeze four times in a month, maybe. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, pal? What are you smelling pepper over there? Close the fucking blinds. Get a tissue. And you bitch, quit reading your book when everyone else is trying to sleep. And and as soon as I start to like get into like a deep sleep, the fucking pilot would come on. And it was like a PA speaker, like the Beatles were playing Madison Square Garden. Yeah, excuse me, guys. Um, just want to give you a quick update. Um, we are gonna be at a cruising altitude about five minutes, and um, you know, it might be a little bumpy here and there, but uh, you know, within no time, we'll have you guys in uh, in Dallas, Texas, and I'm uh, it's a beautiful day there. So just uh, sit back, relax, and go to sleep. And um, uh, thanks for flying. I'm like, thanks, guy. You just woke me up. And then literally like a half an hour later, I'd fall back asleep. And like right when I'd be about to like go to sleep, this cocksucker would kick on. Hey, what's going on? If you're trying to sleep right now, uh, I just wanted to come back on and, um, uh, you know, uh, just interfere with any kind of catnap you're getting into before a business trip. Also, even if I don't come on in 30-minute increments and a very loud uh, speaker uh, uh, speaking about bullshit, you're going to have a guy to your left sneezing. And uh, have the window open with the sun just glaring into your peripheral. And uh, instead of turning right towards the chick, uh, who should just be sleeping as well, she'll be reading a book. So uh, without further ado, enjoy this uncomfortable ride, no flight entertainment, and my constant interruptions. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Count to Ten. I'm your host, Vinny Falcone. And this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with your anger. We'll just get angry together. That's right, folks. I mean, can you believe that bullshit? I get on the flight. It, isn't it an unspoken agreement that, like, any kind of early or late night or, or late flight, when the airplane lights themselves are off, that's an indication saying, hey, guys, the airplane lights are off because Basically, everyone we see on these early flights are fucking sleeping. They don't have the window open. They're not cloud counting, okay? They're not looking at a cloud going, ah, it looks like an elephant. Ah, that one looks like a giraffe. No, you're, the, the fucking window's shut as the sun comes up. You're conked out. And no one's reading books. And if they are, make do with the light available. Because the light, her light is above my head. So, listen... Yeah, there's three lights for three different people, but it's a fucking spotlight. Like, I'm doing a fucking solo in the play Cats, okay? Like, there's there's, there's no, like, you know, singularity when it comes to the, to the lights. They, they, they say there is, but one light for one person, it's on everybody. You know what I mean? Put the fucking book away. She read for three hours. The light was on for three hours. The guy sneezed incrementally for three hours. I got fucked. I'm surprised I don't have fucking COVID and AIDS. Like... 
it was just so ridiculous. And then the in-flight entertainment, I tried sleeping, I couldn't. I swear to God, that pilot came on every like 45 seconds with, with just nonsense information. Hey, just so you know, uh, today I'm wearing white socks. Uh, usually we're black, so we're black shoes. And I think the, the continuity between black shoes and black socks are pretty neat. However, I forgot to do laundry last night, so tonight I'm rocking uh, uh, black shoes with white socks. So, uh... Hey, let me figure Absolute flight, uh, come by. Let me know. Um, let, let me know if black shoes and white socks uh, uh look good on me. All right, cool, thanks. Listen, buddy. No one gives a fuck about anything you're saying. If we're about to crash, come on and say, hey, listen, guys, we're we're, we're fucking dead. Put your head between your legs and hope for the best. You know, if we, if we lost an engine, let me know. If it if it might be a little turbulent, I'm gonna find that out myself. Okay, as long as we're not gonna fucking die. Just shut the fuck up, fly the plane, let me know when I should put my tray t- tail back up and my seat into the upright position. You know what I mean? Pass out my dry pretzels, give me a fucking splash of coke, you know, call me a pig, and just get me to Dallas. Fucking bullshit, you know? And um, so I land, in, I land in Dallas, and uh, my colleague and I, we, we meet up. We, like, he's uh, sitting in a different spot on the airplane, so I wait for him. When I get off, we link up, but beep it a boop have a flight. He's like, oh, I slept like a baby. I'm like, I, I got fucked. And um, we pop into the Starbucks, and let me tell you, I thought instead of landing in Dallas, we landed in Bangkok. The whole fucking Starbucks was speaking like, like the whole like Starbucks employees. It was it was like a fucking it was like the scene in in in, uh, in um, Deer Hunter. They're all just like yelling and shit. I thought I had to grab a rule a fucking revolver and pull the trigger with like a bandana around my head. It was it was chaos. We went we went in. There's like ten people in line, and these little fuckers back there are just screaming, just like fucking shouting and shit. Sir, what you want? I'm like just an americano, americano. I'm like, why are you shouting? Don't you like guys print out a ticket or something? It was fucking chaos between like not sleeping, needing caffeine, and then walking into a fucking sweatshop. It was jarring, you know. But, you know, get my coffee, hits like a fucking shot of heroin, um, and uh, we, we get, into the, get into the cab, we head to the thing. So we get to the, we get to the airport, okay, so we get to the hotel at like 12, and we're supposed to, like, the marketing told us to get there before 2. We get there, by the way guys, I have a, I have a hard stop at about 25 minutes, I'm meeting with the, uh, the famous uh, Rob Banks, we're going over some lines that we're shooting for something. Um, top secret. Um, actually, it's not. But um, So I'm going to try to get through this in about 25 minutes. So it might be a shorter episode. Or I'll just stop and pick up later. Depends. Anyway, you don't need to know this. You don't need to know this at all. I'm just speaking out loud here. Um, so anyway. So again, marketing told us to get there before 2. Because you have to set up the booth. We check in around like 12. We go to the front desk. Hey, so we're with uh, so-and-so. And uh, we're just looking to see... Um, when we can set up the booth ready to rock. Like, the guy goes, oh, sorry, uh, it's not open until 5. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, 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 you guys can't set up until 5. I'm like, then why the fuck did I get up at 4 o'clock this morning? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, are our rooms at least available? And he goes, let me say, um, mm, Yes, my computer is showing that you 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 are able to check in. I'm like, oh, fucking thank God. So me, me and my colleague were like, hey, dude, let's just go take a cat nap for an hour. We'll pop down and then we'll you know get some food. So go upstairs. Nice little hotel room, let me tell you. Nice little hotel room. The Statler in Dallas. Very fancy. 
pretty sweet get up, shower, shitter, sinks, bed, you know, TV, good ambiance, decor, the whole thing. The fucking hallways, like the hotel smelled like a, like a beautiful cologne. It was like, it was tantalizing. You'd walk into the hallway, you'd just be hit with just fucking, just a sensual, just scent. You know, it was very, very nice. So we do a little cat nap. And we, uh, you know, go get some, we walk, get some, like, Terry Black's barbecue, pretty good. We walk back, get our face on, set up the booth, bada beep, bada boop, real quick. And then we go down to this cocktail hour, that's gonna be, like, a meet and greet. And it's just, like, a typical fucking, you know, bunch of older white dudes just getting lit up, because, you know, they can, it's a quote-unquote business trip, but they're just getting fucking wild. We do a little bit of networking, talk to some guys, and, you know, it's fucking, you know, nothing too crazy. Get some dinner, go to bed, right? Okay. I wake up, and let me tell you, we had to be ready at 7.30, and we're on Dallas time, so they're two hours ahead. So 7.30 for me is 5.30. I get up at 6, which is really 4. So I'm just fucked up, but, like, I'm, like, it's just enough, like, it's it's just little, it's just, what, 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 how, how can I say this? It's just little enough of sleep to where I don't feel run down because I'm so, like I just like kind of running on fumes that it hasn't hit yet. If that makes sense, like you know, like sometimes you get like four hours of sleep, but you kind of pop out of bed for some reason, but you know it's gonna catch up to you later. So I pop out of bed at like six, mainly due to anxiety. It's still dark out. I pop down to this little cafe that's in the uh, hotel, get a coffee, sit outside, you know, watch the sun come up. Actually, pretty fucking nice. Go back to my room, put on some Tony Bennett, take a shit. Take a shower. But here's the thing. It was so fancy, this place, that some of the things they had were fucking stupid. Like, you know, like how they, they try to be so fancy and so high-end that shit doesn't make sense. Like, they had a shower where there was no curtain. It was just an open shower. Like, I'm a fucking animal. Like, I'm literally a pig about to get hosed off and then slaughtered. Just an open shower. So, like, it looks sick. It looks cool. But I'm fucking cold while I'm showering. You know what I mean? And this is a a hotel, so they're cranking the AC. So it's like if I'm not directly under the fucking thing, my balls are cold. Just a weird setup. But I do that. I look into the mirror, and all of a sudden I'm hit. Oh God! Look into the mirror. I got the biggest pimple of my life coming in just below my eye, next to my nose, and I know exactly where it's from. The night before, Sunday night or Saturday night, I took. Zoe's sister to this VR thing to do this virtual reality because Zoe was working and I'm like, hey, Simone, let's hang out. We'll get dinner, like do a little activity together. We both put on these fucking goggles and we both said to each other, I'm I'm get I'm getting herpes from this fucking thing. I'm I'm get I'm getting pimples the size of fucking mountains on my face. They say they sanitize this thing, but this thing is greasier than a fucking hamburger from McDonald's. You know what I mean? This it, it, it was bad. So I get out of the shower and I look at my face. I'm just, I just, this large pimple with a personality coming through. And I can't tell if it's ready to sprout or if it's just a little inflamed because of the hot shower. So I got that to worry about. And then, so I go downstairs, I get to the booth. And I don't know what it is, man. It's just my luck when I have to do anything like this. But wherever I am in terms of like taking a test being at a booth like this, like a stationary spot, an office. I am always at the place where the commercial AC is just 
cranking down like a fucking wind tunnel. Our booth is directly beneath the industrial commercial grade air conditioning and we're getting fucking pummeled. It is like the movie Twister. I'm hanging on to the back of the truck. I'm about to fucking fly away. This AC is hitting us so hard, it's fucking up my hair. Like, that's how bad it is. So much so, that, like, everyone around us, when they come to our booth, they're like, hey, what's going on? So tell us about so-and-so, like our company. I won't, I won't say the company name, at least I'll try not to. Hey, tell us about so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, well, listen, we, you know, there's, two, there's two sides to the business. And they go, holy shit, it is fucking freezing over here. What is going on? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to turn into a fucking polar bear soon. I don't know what's going on. The AC is cranking. They would literally have to stand next to our booth. We'd have to talk next to our booth. That's how cold it was. My boss, she's wearing heels. Her fucking toes about to fall off. Looks like she's about to fucking climb Mount Everest. My other buddy, the colleague I'm with, he's freezing his ass off too. He's got to walk around. I'm the fucking new guy, so I'm staying put and stationary. It's so cold. I'm like, my armpits are sweating. My feet are sweating, but everything else is cold. My nipples could cut through my fucking shirt. I'm surprised no one tell, like told me it. This pimples, this this pimples coming through. Okay, like the fucking you know, like an army, and um, it's so like, like windy and like the AC is blasting so hard that my eyes are watering, but simultaneously they're getting dry at the same time. So it's like hard to like keep them open. I'm blinking like I'm fucking John McCain in Vietnam telling people like they're hurting us. Fucking torture. Send some people. I can't lift my arms above my fucking shoulders. You know, I'm blinking that much. And it's just like, I'm like, why does this shit always happen to me? I, I told, I told my colleagues, I'm like, listen guys, the AC is my problem. It's my fault. It's like, what do you mean? I'm like, cause I got no fucking luck. Okay. You, you've been tainted by my bad luck. I, I know this AC problem is because I'm here because th this is always how it happens. I get fucked everywhere I go. So for the next two days, we're going to get frostbitten while we're doing our fucking sales pitches. Just so you know. And it's my fault. I apologize. So we're doing that. And the first day is a lot of just fucking, you know, but beep, but a boop, but a bop, right? Just networking. Hey, how are you? How's your mother? Good. You know, my parents are divorced. My dad's you know, married to a black chick. She's younger than me. Got a little step uh, stepbrother. He's also black. He's like 10 years old. Wears robes, does karate, plays Fortnite. We're just catching up. And um, so finally, it's time to kind of like wrap up. It's 5 p.m. There's a cocktail hour. But we're also taking clients out to dinner that night. And I'm not a huge drinker just because, like, if I'm not sleeping that much, it just makes me really tired. Also, don't love the feeling. And then third of all, like, I thought the the game plan was, like, to be on your toes and to, like, you know, be professional and have meaningful conversations. No one else is doing this. Everyone is just getting fucked up. Like, as soon as, like, the 5 p.m. bell rang and the, and the cocktail hour started, everyone just funneled to uh, to the bar. So I'm sitting down, you know, me and my buddy are uh, having a couple of drinks and we bump into people who might be, you know, prospective clients, one of which we actually invite to dinner. She comes, da, da, da. So we're doing the whole thing. Finally, we meet up with all the people that we're inviting to dinner. We get into an Uber and it's like, like, you know, develop, like huge developers, huge contractors, property owners, business owners, and like. I'm trying not to come across as some fucking green dipshit, which I think I'm doing well, just because I can, like, you know, bullshit. We get to this schwanky restaurant that I picked out, because I'm like, listen, let's impress these fuckers. Let's go here. My boss is like, listen, we have ten grand. We have a $10,000 budget. 
So she's like, we can go wherever we want. I'm like, okay. So there's 10 of us. And let me tell you, we go fucking balls to the wall. I order like four bottles of wine. Everyone orders cocktails. I order a fucking steak tartare, calamari, calamad if you're Italian. Um, And then me, my buddy, and this chick we just met who might be a prospective client, um, we do a three-way split. She gets the sea bass. My buddy gets the lobster tails, and I get a fucking 16-ounce bone-in ribeye. Oh! Fucking all the helpings, fucking creme de spinach, mashed potatoes. Uh, what else we get? We got, like, fucking, uh, I think I think someone came around and gave us blowjobs. I think I was eating a steak, and some guy was sucking me off. I'm like, this is great service. He's like, thank you, sir. Um, just getting fucked up, having a blast. Everyone's getting hammered. This is my first, like corporate experience in a while and i'm like these people are fucking savages like we are we are objectively getting after it granted some people were like fairly reserved and just enjoying us getting fucking wild but like i feel like our duty as like the sales reps is to be the meter like the highest point like we're the fun we're up top da, da, da. if you want to join us great if not you can also just chill but like i think the option to get fucking wild should be there in case of that kind of people we're just getting rowdy. We finish up dinner, have some dessert, bada beep, bada boop, fucking shake some babies, kiss some hands, say thank you, bada beep, bada boop. We get back into the Uber, go back to the hotel. All of the people we took out are like, guys, thanks so much. Fun dinner. We're going we're gonna to hit the hay. We got a busy day tomorrow. I'm getting up early. But me and my two colleagues were like, let's pop down to that speakeasy in our hotel and get and just fucking just keep just keep plowing away. We had already been at dinner for like three or four hours. So now it's like 11 o'clock and we're still ready to go. We get down to this bar. My boss, she is fucking hammered. She orders literally a pint glass of Prosecco. And the bartenders like knew us at this point. And like they knew like she was like extra but really cool. So they, the one bartender just didn't give a fuck. Literally just like bit the cork off, spit it out and just poured her a pint of Prosecco. Which is like basically a half of a bottle. And she's sucking that thing down like it's a warm glass of milk. And we got a couple of cocktails, start talking to people. And the whole like show of the dinner was my buddy, my colleague, he met like earlier in the evening at the cocktail hour, he met this chick who was actually at the hotel um, interviewing for a bartending position. And he had got her number and he wanted a banger. But word got out at dinner that he got her number. So we all just like stole his phone and like started sending her text messages, like weird videos, like talking him up and like trying to like wingman but clearly fucking it up because we're being too weird so that blew he, he did not get her so we're at the bar and like we're all like you know meeting up with the people like we had like, have like seen and met hey it's so and so we met earlier today oh come on over here so it's like, it's like a gang of us and we're all talking about how like he you know didn't get to plow this chick because we kind of fucked it up and our my boss feels bad because she was like kind of like the inst- like you know instigator of like kind of like fucking his shit up and just like making a show of it to a um, basically, like, put on a performance for our clients and, like, make it be funny. So we see this chick at the bar. Now, her back is to us. And she's drinking a, a mimosa. And you can see from the back that she has this, like, very, um, like, I would say slutty, slutty formal um, dress on. And it's got, like, you know, uh, open back, like, a, you know, spaghetti straps, the whole thing. It, like, it looks, like I said, it's formal. But it's also slutty, you know what I mean? And um, my boss goes, excuse me, miss, 
miss, can you can you help us real quick? And this chick turns around, and I, I'm I'm telling you guys, like I'm not trying to like be dramatic. She turns around, and it is something out of a fucking movie. She's it's like a swivel stool. It's like a speakeasy. It's like a nice little like, you know, dimly lit, but like there's like random patches of light. You know, like um, like seeping into the uh, to like the layout of the bar, but mainly it's like dimly lit, but just like you know, like um, patches of like spotlights, and one of the spotlights happened to be above this chick. So we go. She goes, "Excuse me, miss, can, can you help us real quick?" She spins around with her drink in her hand, so like you know, spaghetti straps, open back. She spins around, reveals this like split dress up the middle of her legs, um, you know, V neck you know, exposing her cleavage, which was, you know, lackluster at best, kind of looked like a fucking bathroom tile, um, but cleavage nonetheless, spins around, has her mimosa held by the stem, she is like, actually, let me, let me look it up real quick, she looks like a, um, oh god, I'm so sorry, one second, really killing the vibe of this, uh, of this, uh, story. She looks like kind of like a, a a sluttier version of um, and you can you can look this chick up when I tell you the name of Juliette Lewis. She was an old school like um bunch of movies. Juliette Lewis with a J, obviously you dumb fuck. She spins around and she looks like a like a sluttier version of Juliette Lewis with like blonde hair, gigantic eyelashes that literally if she was standing in the shower. Water wouldn't get in her eyes. That's how big these eyelashes were. Huge, plump lips with like this, like glossy lip gloss that, like, you just would love cleaning it off your cock. To be frank, <clears throat> and she's like, and it, and then and the spotlights above her, and it just looks like it's like she's out of a movie. It also is a sluttier version of like the chick, the hooker in um, oh, what is it um. Cable guy. Remember when uh, What's-His-Face sleeps with the prostitute? He doesn't think she's a prostitute. She looks like that, kind of like tired eyes kind of thing. Anyway, so she spins around, and we're all just like, whoa. She's like, what's going on? And my boss like, our friend here had some bad luck with a lady, and we were hoping if maybe, you know, you can give, some, give him some advice or maybe just keep him company, you know? And as soon as she fucking said that, this chick just like, snapped into a mode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She comes over with a little purse, sits down next to my buddy, crosses her legs, puts her hand on his thigh, and just says, so what's going on? You're way too cute to be upset or have girl problems. Literally, like, something just clicked on into her. Like, she just fucking clocked in to work, you know? And she is talking to him, and then my boss is like, you guys look cute together, let me take a picture. She's like, absolutely. She slides her hand up further on his thigh, I see it's like basically on his cock. His hand's on her hand. Her cheek, their cheeks are like touching. They take a picture. My boss is like, what a cute picture. She grabs my buddy's face by the cheeks. Well, how can it not be? He's a cute guy. And I'm just like, holy shit. I go to the bathroom, I gotta cool off, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? I come back, this chick hat now has a tall glass of Anejo tequila and orange juice, and she's just pouring back the tequila, pouring back the orange juice, and not in like a sloppy, drunk way, she was extremely put together, and dare I say, use the word professional, but like, 
it was almost like it was part of her routine. Like she was drinking this drink in a certain way. Like she like knows this is something that she has to do. It was as natural as like the Yankees stretching before their game. It's just like something that was a part of her system. And I'm just like, is this chick a fucking prostitute? Like she seems like a fucking high-end escort. Hangs out at like swanky upscale hotels. Probably preys on business guys who are either alone, lonely, okay to cheat on their wives, or whatever. And I'm looking at this chick, and like her and I made eye contact a couple of times, and I'm like, you know what? Right now, I'm looking at the fucking devil, and I gotta get out of here. So I go to the other side of the bar, and I'm just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Now, 15 minutes later, this guy we were with re-enters the bar. He was in a suit. Now he's in sweatpants and sweatshirt. I'm like, we're like, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, oh, I, I fucking took that chick up to my room. And we're like, that was like 15 minutes ago. He's like, yeah, I know. I got up to my room. We're making out. And she goes, so just so you know, it's like to hang out. It's going to be like $2,000. And he's like, how about 150 bucks?" <laughs> and she's like, go fuck yourself, pal. So he comes back down. So she was a fucking hooker. Could you imagine? I saw a high-end escort in the wild. First time ever doing that. And I just couldn't believe, like, the, the, like, I just couldn't believe seeing it in the wild and, like, seeing her operate and really identifying when she was just chilling and scoping. And then once she saw her target or her John, if you will, she fucking snapped into business mode and, like, literally was, like, starting to deconstruct the situation Who's the guy? What does he want? How can I get him? How easy is this going to be? You know, it was fucking wild to see. And I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, one second. So there was that. And then we leave the bar. The next morning is brutal. We're all hungover. And uh, we're only there for like a couple of hours. But like my flight is at 4 p.m. because the marketing guy told me that we couldn't fly out until after 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Guess what? My two other colleagues took that as a light suggestion. They're like, fuck that. My flight's at 12. So they all leave at like 10, okay? I have to stay there until fucking like 2. So I'm by myself for hours in the hotel. Finally get to the airport. I sleep in the airport for an hour. And then... As I get on the plane and I'm like, it's a fucking Delta flight. Delta has fucked me so many times before. It's unreal. And I'm just like, I'm just waiting to get plowed. So I'm sitting in the thing and I could have sworn the chick says, Vinny Falcone, please come to the desk, Vinny Falcone. And I'm like, oh my God, what now? What fucking now? Are they going to make me get on a later flight? Do they lose my seat? What? And she's talking to this guy and I go up. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Vinny Falcone. And she's like, Hi. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, uh, I don't know, sir. What's going on with you? I'm like, you called me? And like, they both look at each other, like the customer and her, and she's like, she's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, oh, I thought you said Vinny Falcone. She's like, no, no, not at all. And I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. And I'm walking back to my seat, just like fucking embarrassed. Like, can you imagine just like some like dude just came up to you and was like, hey, I'm Vinny Falcone. And they're like, yeah. 
<laughs> great pal. I'm fucking Zhang Weilao. What's it to you? So I'm sitting there. I'm just waiting to get plowed on the edge of my seat. I'm like, just please have fucking TVs on this plane, please. So I get onto the plane and I, I I'm walking to my seat and I'm looking at them and there's TVs and I'm like, fucking right, doggy. So I sit down. I'm in the middle seat again. Fuck. This lady comes in. She's in the window seat, and I'm like, but you know what? At least there's there's fucking TVs. So I start going into the TV. My TV touchscreen isn't fucking working. It's just not picking up a fucking thing of course so i'm just sitting there sweating going like are you kidding me i have a fucking tv and it's not working and i touched the one next to me in the aisle seat who, who the guy isn't here yet his fucking tv is working perfectly i'm like fucking fuck my face so i'm i'm just like steaming i'm trying to make the tv work and i'm like trying to like hold back just like punching the tv but i keep like tapping it with my finger really hard to where the lady next to me is like looking at me going like what are you doing dude you're tapping that tv a little too hard and then fucking lo and behold they close the airplane the seat next to me is open i slide over it's just two people in a row of three the tv's working i put on movies i fucking pass out it's great we land in los angeles now I got to do this whole fucking jerk off routine of getting into a shuttle and then shuttling me to where the Ubers are. Then I have to call the Uber, wait for the Uber, and then go take the Uber to my plane, uh, to my place. Meanwhile, I land at 5.30 p.m., so it's fucking rush hour. So it's going to take an hour and a half to get home once I'm actually in the Uber. Getting to the Uber uh, location where I can call it is going to take another 30 minutes so I am far from the fucking home stretch and as luck would have it as soon as I get into the shuttle it starts torrential downpouring in sunny Los Angeles just torrential downpouring like it's in fucking Seattle and someone's going to fucking go to a coffee shop do an open mic with an acoustic guitar finish go to a tall building and then jump off because the sun never shines so we go to the uh, Uber transport, and the bus driver's like, listen, guys, if you need some umbrellas, they're in the bins. Kicks us out, and I'm telling you, remember that scene in Goodwill, um, Goodwill Hunting, in uh, Forrest Gump, when he's like, and the rain even came sideways. The rain was fucking coming sideways. You, there's no getting around it. People who use the umbrellas, the umbrellas were, were, were fucking folding inside out because the, the winds were so fucking strong. I'm walking to the thing. I get soaked. I'm wearing this queer little outfit where I got these like little like no-show socks on that are basically as useless as fucking putting condoms around your balls. So my feet are wet. My socks are wet. I'm wearing this like little, like little queer little fucking dress pants. They're wet. I got a bomber on that's like cotton. That's wet. My hair's wet. I'm fucking freezing. I call the Uber. He's 10 minutes away. So I'm, I'm under this tarp. But again, the rain's coming in sideways. So we're all just getting pummeled with fucking rain. I show up. My Uber finally fucking shows up. He doesn't get out of the car. He just pops the trunk. Great customer service we have, you know. Just pops the trunk. He's like, fucking you do it. You know, you're already wet. I, let, let me stay dry. So I throw my fucking bags in the trunk. I get into the car. This guy's car smells like shit it smells like dirty sweaty fucking boxers 
masked with like axe or cologne. It smells like a middle schooler's gym locker. He refuses to to fucking wash his clothes. He just keeps like spraying axe onto his clothes. So at this point, they're as hard as cardboard because he's just fucking sweat and chemicals. This is what this guy's fucking car smelled like. And I have an hour and a half in this fucking thing. I'm getting lightheaded from this thing. Like, lightheaded. I, I would get less lightheaded if I took out one of those uh, tree fresheners, the black ice, and just fucking put it in my mouth. It's, it was so pungent and potent. I'm like, I might have to call out of work tomorrow because if I go into the office, I think this scent might still be on my fucking skin and HR is going to call me. Finally, I get home, peel my clothes off, hop in the shower, eat dinner, and uh, that's my fucking business trip, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I do have a hard stop. I apologize. Um, but again, love you to death. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, appreciate it. I'll see you next week. Bye.